0: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by going into your enemy's house and moving everything that they have two inches to the left. But the main thing is the torment of your friend, Father Karras, as he watches while I rip and cut and mutilate the innocent. Gracious me. Was I raving? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that may or may not be demonically possessed. <laughs> I'm Zach. And I'm Frank. And today we are here to discuss The Exorcist I 3.
1: I like that we never did the original. I like so- that too. <laughs> it had some mystery. Yeah, yeah. Um, it- I love this movie. It was good. It was very good. Mm-hmm. I have one kind of like issue with it. Oh yeah, me with too. It, but... Overall, very much enjoyed this film.
0: This is the sequel we deserved. Yeah, not that garbage that yeah, they that gave exactly, us the too. The actual sequel is awful. Yeah, like really bad. This is this is the real sequel. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, I'll, I'll go into it then. So the Exorcist three came out in 1990. It was directed by William Peter uh, oh, yeah. Blatty, who I guess also like wrote and did the screenplay for the book. Um, well, he wrote the book. Well, yeah, but. Um, there's something with him where it's like he was really pissed off about this movie. And I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, you don't have a lot of people, though, that are in this film that, like, mean something to it. But the main thing is Jason Miller returns as Patient X slash Damien slash Pazuzu. He's...
1: Slash uh what is it the what what the gemini is the, killer the gemini killer well yeah, yeah um, <laughs> you
0: have brad dorff who actually plays the gemini killer yeah which i've seen him in other things he's the just... one
1: who flew over the cuckoo nest i thought so yeah and he then was he... The ki-
0: he was like the young kid that, that yeah that ended up like getting killed and then he was also in lord of the rings but i cannot place of like who he is in never lord seen of the rings. it oh yeah that's right
1: because i'm a garbage
0: person hmm. <laughs> We have 28 hours of free time. We'll just watch all of them. Uh, but you have George C. Scott, who plays Kinderman. You have Ed Flanders, not Ned Flanders from The Simpsons. Not
1: Ned Flanders, yeah.
0: You have Ed Flanders, who plays Father Dyer. You have Nicole Williamson, who plays Father Morning. And that's really it. That's all you really have in here that means something.
1: hmm And this is a film about a police lieutenant who is kind of starts to uncover a investigation that leads to a series of murders that are depicted by this guy, the Gemini killer that happened like 15 years ago. Um, And it ends up just leading him to a point in where he ends up somehow Mm-hmm. Meeting with the joy <laughs> that, yes. that laugh that you had. <laughs> <laughs> <in> that <little> <laughs> I'm <laughs>
0: assuming that's your one issue with the film. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Um,
1: and it ends up like with him leading to it. Uh, but it's also somehow an Exorcist mm-hmm. sequel, prequel. No, not it's not a prequel, a sequel, sort of.
0: Yeah, because that was the thing that I was gonna say is that like the the book that Blatty wrote was called Legion. Yeah, and it wasn't directly anything to do with the Exorcist, but like when. He went to, like, producers and was like, hey, like, I want to get this made into a movie. They were like, well, if you change a couple of things around, this really could be The Exorcist. And he was like, well, I really don't want to do that. Um, And they were like, well, come on, like, we're giving you money. Just try it out anyways. And that was apparently, like, the big thing was, like, the whole end scene, like, the last 20 minutes was the producers being like, hey, like, just add it in, like, let's get a big budget and, like, just make it The Exorcist. And... I guess they shot, like, the original version that he wanted, which literally just has Kinderman coming in and shooting him, and then the movie ends, mm. which um, is a lot less dramatic <laughs> than what we actually get. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, that was, like, one of the weird things that I remember from it. Yeah,
1: I know, doing a little bit of research, I know that the studios were like, no, 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 like, you have to, you know, let's put the Exorcist name on it, because for whatever reason, like, I don't know, like... You have a sequel that was so bad Mm -hmm. and so poorly received by everybody, but yet they somehow still wanted to like use the name, yeah. Even though like everybody would just kind of like laughed it off. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought that was kind of strange. And but look, before I kind of get into like my little bit of a gripe thing, I really want to talk about the stuff that I like about this movie because there's a lot. Yeah, like so much. Um, the first thing I want to do is George C. Scott. Amazing in this movie. I mean, he's great in uh Doctor Strange love mm-hmm. uh he and he's incredible in this um he's got this quick banter about him mm-hmm. and specifically with the priest with priest oh, yeah, Dyer, with Father Dyer like, Father Dyer and him are like really just best friends mm-hmm. you could tell like they they they've known each other forever and and they have like such a good, they have really really great chemistry with each other and Their banter back and forth is just so snappy. Um, But also, I love how angry he is all
0: the time. Like when he first comes in and you first see him and he's just talking about Macbeth and yelling at like his other police enforcers. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah.
1: Kinderman has got this like this grizzled kind of outlook on life of he's just kind of over everything. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of been like desensitized to almost everything. And then the movie kind of makes him actually begin to question you know his true like desensit- desensitization of it because it's like he ends up like witnessing or seeing these like really awful murders that yeah. are like
0: absolutely horrific the kids isn't in- yeah. insane yeah
1: and and it ends up like completely like shaking him but i mean still like the they the whole act of him being just like this grizzled lieutenant and he's kind of seen it all but he's living in this world that is, like, absolutely horrific. Because, mm-hmm. like, they truly show in this movie, like, just how bad the real world is. Because, like, there is the whole, the, there is the whole, like, good versus evil in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, But there's, and it's, like, you know, in that supernatural sense. But there's also just a lot of awful things in the film that are happening, like, in the real world. Yeah, I Like, mean, one thing that this movie kind of, it doesn't necessarily, like, touch on, like, a lot, but it happens a lot Is like racism. There's a lot of like mentions of like just either people being racist or like, you know, racist kind of like racist tropes about like Jewish people or whatever it may be. And it's like terrible people, (laughs) you know, and those are the real those are those are the humans that, that are on the planet.
0: Yeah. Not only that, too. I really enjoyed that they went like a very investigation style with this film where it was for most of the film about murders and about catching, like, this killer. Yeah,
1: this is straight up, like, a serial killer movie.
0: Yes, and the whole thing of, like, the Gemini killer and the the not showing it is what I think, like, really gets me because it's, it's this throwback to, like, older times of films where in horror films you didn't have to show everything. If they just tell you about it, your mind does the rest of, like, picturing everything. Yeah,
1: the one thing I really want to give props to is this movie the when when things happen in this movie when there's a death in this in the film you never really see anybody actually get killed you mm-hmm. see before and you see afterwards and then you hear it through like descriptions yeah um and that i thought was really really well done i thought see, i really really enjoyed that
0: yeah i was worried about you with that because no. i was like oh you hate like exposition and then they don't really show you anything. Well, there's so the a difference worried.
1: between exposition where it's like poorly done, and it's like, "Hey, we're giving you exposition so you understand uh, the whatever, like this mm-hmm. character or whatever it may be." But but when when they're just describing like the murder of of children or whatever it may be like that I, I I'm totally fine
0: with <laughs> I'm cool with
1: child murder <laughs> <laughs> well no it's just like I'm fine with that because that doesn't feel like exposition to me that yeah. do, that that just that feels like storytelling mm-hmm. and like when one of my favorite scenes in the film was obviously the confession the confessional oh, booth amazing scene, and the old woman comes in and she starts describing how she like slipped the throat of um, of her victims mm-hmm. and, and watching them bleed and all that. And, and like, the shot of the priest listening and his and his horrified face and then him, like, beginning to scream, I thought was very, very good.
0: Yeah, very intense, very suspenseful. And that's what you need in, like, a horror film. Like, yeah. you need something where it's, like, you don't have to always have jump scares. And I love, like, the one jump scare that they did in this film kind of, like, threw you through a loop.
1: Well, they do, like they do two technically mm-hmm. and one of them i i really didn't dislike a lot mm-hmm. was when the nurse goes into that one like room and yes. then that guy pops up and he's like can you like leave i'm trying yes. to blah, blah. i'm like wow that but was that was a cheap
0: following yeah, that yeah, yeah is yeah. the real jump scare that you were like oh okay the jump scare happened it's fine whatever and then just well so mm-hmm.
1: that is literally in my opinion i think One of the greatest jump scares I've ever seen. Right, honestly, right. I do, and I really, really mean that. Like one of the most perfect, perfectly executed jump scares I think I've ever seen.
0: Not only that, but the camera,
1: the camera work, stationary. The camera work is so strange in this film, Mm -hmm. but like it really works. Like the the direction of of what is his name, William William uh, Beatty. He is got he has such a weird way of directing but i but i and it, and it was just kind of very refreshing in a mm-hmm. weird way because like th- the way in way wh- in which he places the camera and uses the camera like and the pacing of scenes is so strange but yeah. like not in a bad way like when you have like that really long shot of down down the hallway mm-hmm. and and you're just watching the nurse kind of be a nurse. Like she's just at the desk or whatever. And then you have that one security guard and he ends up like getting relieved until and, and like pulled. You could the tension is building. Yeah. But it but it goes on for so long.
0: That you almost forget you, that it's what's almost, gonna happen. Well, not
1: even that. It's almost just like if there was a jump scare, it, it would have happened by now. Yeah. Like I don't think I don't think there's gonna be one. <laughs> and then he does like a weird Close up shot of the nurse at the desk, and then he brings you back away again, and it's just so strange. Mm-hmm. And then she goes into that room, and then walks out, and then you have the incredible zoom, like yes. like the of like the large the cameraman, scissors. the cameraman with that freaking like the zoom is incredible, yes. and the the body coming in with the giant like what they they look like um like hedge tr- trimmers. Yeah. And, and going right up against, her, like, the back of her neck as she's walking. I mean, literally one of the greatest jump scares I have ever seen.
0: Did it get you? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it did, absolutely.
1: And it's so good. Mm-hmm. It really, really is incredible.
0: And again, you don't see it. Like, you don't see the head actually coming off, but you know. Oh, uh, of
1: course. And other, like, weird camera things that I thought were really interesting was when... Um when Father Dreyer gets killed, yes Dyer, I guess, right? When Father yep, Dyer, Dyer gets killed and it's like it's so strange. Like I but I really enjoyed it was you, the camera work of you being in the POV of yes. Kinderman mm-hmm. and like him walking in throughout the like the hallway of the hospital and then walking into the room and everybody like just staring at him and looking at him. It's so not typical of
0: and then it, of a director. It also changes, too, because, like, after he gets into the room, then it's, like, they put the camera, like, all the way up on the ceiling yeah. and had kind of, like, this weird, like, peripheral view of, like, a fly on the wall. Yeah. And I don't know if that was intentional, but, like, it was done in such a cool way where, like, you see everything that's going on in the room. Mm-hmm. And, of course, too, like, the way that the murders are done is just absolutely insane. Yeah. Like, when they, when they tell you that Father Dyer had all of his blood drained and it's just neatly placed on the counter yeah and his head cut off yes
1: and not a single drop of blood was spilled except for on the wall right except for like the writing on the wall yeah it's it's crazy mm-hmm. it really really is the, the also like the tone of this movie is so strange like yeah it's, it is it's it's, very... bo-
0: it's like I almost find this movie darker than mm-hmm. the original Exorcist really I kinda I mean, it's in the same realm where it's, like... And a lot of people don't realize it, but The Exorcist, like, there's not a lot that happens until, like, the last, like, 20 minutes. Right. And it's kind of the same thing for this film, but it's paced in a way where it's, like, you get little snippets of things. Yeah, you
1: get you get a lot of, like... Exactly. You get, like, little kind of, like, s- snippets of, of things happening and deaths occurring and whatnot. But the pace... Or, like, the tone of the movie is so strange, but, like, kind of in, like, a good way. I, I don't know. It was just so weird. Like, when when um when father dyer is still alive and and kinderman goes and visits him in the hospital there's like n- like the nurses just keep coming into the wrong mm-hmm. room and like and like he's getting it's very so frustrated <laughs> and, like, and like he's screaming at them to leave and then the nurse screams out in the middle of the hallway because she realized that she's in the wrong room like <laughs> it's so weird mm-hmm. but so
0: it worked yeah somehow it worked because then you get, like, all this comedic things, and then as he's leaving, then you see the statue Mary's head gone, and you're like, oh, shit, things about to happen. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, it, it, it is very, like, weirdly tonal. Um, another thing that I thought was really well done with cinematography-wise was the effect of the old lady crawling on the ceiling.
1: I thought that that looked pretty damn good. Yeah, right. It didn't really make sense because I'm like, there's no way <laughs> that nobody that else nobody notices would see that. <laughs> like, you're not, the the ceilings are not that tall no. that you wouldn't just see a whole person up there. But the effect mm-hmm.
0: worked. Yeah, like I don't know how they exactly did it, but like, but it, it worked. It looked great. Yeah,
1: it did. It worked. It worked out um, really, really well. I was kind of like surprised, and especially the, the the cool thing was was that like. Everything must have been done. I don't know how it was done in camera or if it was done in post because she's moving at a significantly faster pace than everybody else. But everybody else is still walking at a normal pace. Yeah. So it's like they somehow managed to have her speed up while while everybody else was still working, you know, going at a, at a normal um, pace, which was, I thought, interesting. Because I think this movie came out in, like, the 90s. Yep. And, like, it just it looked really, really good.
0: No, I know. That's what I noticed, too. And I was like, they had to have done it then where it's like they literally had kinderman like walk through like normal and then did a whole other scene of her walking on the ceiling but they would have had to probably have like turn it upside down so she could walk regularly Mm -hmm. so and then also i don't understand how they did like the
1: the the speed thing like i don't know if it was an image laid over on top of another image i don't know but yeah whatever what however they did it, it it really really works
0: yeah they definitely had to have spliced it in yeah like all together but it just it looked fantastic
1: yeah it looks really good um something else i really want to praise is um what's his name brad
0: oh yes amazing
1: uh playing the gemini killer
0: the dialogue between them oh yeah i mean incredible but his performance oh yeah
1: probably my favorite performance in
0: the movie Mm, i don't again it's so weird because it's like after this performance is like this man should have gotten so much other work yeah I like, don't know. I he mean he really I looked at his
1: IMDb. I mean, he had a lot. I mean, he's got like 145 movies under his belt, mm-hmm. whether or not he's in, you know, a major a major uh, role, probably not, but still. I mean, the man has a lot of movies under his mm-hmm. belt, but I mean that is probably one of the best performances. That for me that's like up there with Tony Collette in Hereditary. Like it really? is so good. I mean, I was so convinced on every because the thing is like the nuances of the acting is mm -hmm. so incredible. Like the way that he takes his time when he's speaking and he's really like what's the word i don't know like he's like he's really savoring like Mm -hmm. every single syllable that he's saying in 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 uh in the in his speeches
0: yeah and then the voice effect too the voice effect the growling and like the deepening is just perfectly placed to like really emphasize like that he is demonically possessed yeah is this terrible creature
1: and the great shot of when when he's uh when kinderman's in there and he's talking to um Damien mm-hmm. older older Damien at this point and and he says I think he says something like the Gemini killer is dead mm-hmm. and then you get that cut oh. off and then it turns into mm-hmm. the Gemini killer mm-hmm. yes. and you have like that zoom out and he's screaming mm-hmm. at him that like no he's like no I'm not it's so, it's so incredible.
0: Yeah, it was really cool the way that they cut it. I mean, especially, too, like, when he when Kinderman gets tired of it and he smacks him across the face and then it comes back and it's Damien. Yeah. It's just done so well where it's, like, you can see physically, like, who is in control at one point in time.
1: Yeah. The one thing, I'm like, I'm wondering, like, is, is Kinderman seeing that change? I don't think because so. Because he never, like, he never, like, Bats an eyelash. <laughs> I honestly <laughs> think, happening.
0: I honestly think that he sees the Gemini killer of Brad the entire film until it gets to the point of the end where it switches to Damien and Damien's like, Do it now. Yeah. Like I think that's it. Like yeah. the, the entire time he's just seeing the Gemini killer. But to us, that's amazing. Yeah, it's like, so
1: good. It's so good. But yeah, I mean, his performance and and their their like their two meetings that they have with each other are just really really good. I mean, they they make the movie
0: in my yeah. opinion. I I gotta say, like the one thing that I have issue with before we go into like the ending because I think the ending is amazing for this. Um, I didn't understand how and why Father Morning got to here.
1: So he's yeah that that is true right like he he kind of you you have one scene with him in in his like apartment i guess Mm -hmm. where the cross falls right and and he ends up like wiping the the blood away from like the tears of jesus and and then you just never see him again and then he just kind of shows back up right at the end
0: there is like a weird point where it's like kinderman is on the phone with him but he doesn't explain anything like he's he's just talking to him.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's it 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 is a little like weird.
0: And yeah, it's like why would he know immediately to come here and to come to this room? Yeah, but that's the only issue that I have with this film.
1: Yeah, um,
0: the ending is awesome. The ending is amazing. <laughs> like the the first thing that you get of like Father Morning <laughs> coming in and he's reading like the exorcism like preach mm-hmm. and there's just cobras and fire everywhere. Yeah, so cool. Yeah. So cool! I
1: love when he gets like tossed up onto like the ceiling, and the skin is ripping off off of him.
0: Very Hellraiser esque.
1: Oh my god! Awful. Like it's so it's so good though because it's all practical effects, and you can see the latex like mm-hmm.
0: stretching it's so good and then later on when kinderman comes in and you get the lightning just like breaking up yeah the that's cord. pretty cool yeah and then the kid rising up <laughs> and then damien rising up on yeah. the on the cross and like all of the dead souls yeah amazing
1: mm-hmm. it really is it's really awesome it,
0: it really became like the sequel that we needed from this franchise yeah and... so mm-hmm.
1: that that does bring me to my one issue mm-hmm. which is I really don't feel like this movie merits the name like I don't I don't think that it like is deserving of the name The Exorcist.
0: I mean the one thing that kind of like connects everything is literally Damien.
1: Yeah, I mean they keep like they mention they mention Reagan a mm-hmm. few times and they mention obviously f- like Damien and like his death and whatever and Yeah, ha- and they show and the ha- staircase 15 years ago and whatever. And I have to imagine that those must have been like reshoots because again the in- the initial intention of this film wasn't for this to be an exorcist sequel so like all yeah. that stuff had to be added later which means that they must have like gone back after the movie was done and then do the- and like did a few reshoots of adding that stuff yeah cuz it was and, supposed like, to be the movie Legion. the movie it somehow feels like it's leaning on the exorcist the entire time but also simultaneously not enough mm-hmm. for it to feel like a justifiable exorcist sequel
0: i get what you mean like it just
1: just doesn't make like it it just doesn't feel right like the whole time i was watching the movie i'm sitting there and i'm like this movie doesn't really feel like an exorcist sequel like it feels like they're kind of just shoehorning in exorcist references to mm -hmm. use it as a as a reference point and then, of course, I did a little bit of research, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, exactly. Is that, is that you know, the, the the studio said, no, we we, we need to have The Exorcist name in there. Mm-hmm. And it just, it makes it feel, like, a little cheap, in my
0: opinion. Like, you would rather have had it be, like, just a standalone... A, a like...
1: standalone... The movie should have just been called Legion. Yeah. And it should have just been about this, like, tracking of a serial killer and... I was totally fine with like the 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 whole like demonic possession and mm-hmm. the whole like legion aspect of it. Like I think that the legion aspect is really cool. Like yeah, the the we idea, are many. yeah, the, yeah, the idea of it not being like one demon, but we are, you know, we are many, and mm-hmm. and that's that's really awesome. And like the whole possession scene was was great. Um, but like the subtle references to 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 Reagan and and the to, staircase, yeah, and, and all that. Like the like the intro track or the intro where you're getting like the staircase. Yeah, I thought it was kind of. Like looking at it, I'm like, okay, yeah, it's an Exorcist. But then, like, once you watch the entire movie, you're like, wait a minute, that intro just was unnecessary. Yeah, like, I it, mean, it even... feels like he just put it in there because it's like, hey, this is an Exorcist movie. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> kind of like, I he, mean, he, he plus
0: two, just... like, what's the the coincidence that like Kinderman is best friends with Damien, and then also Father Dyer is best friends with Kinderman?
1: Yeah. It just it all felt a little like unnecessary, but I get what you I feel, mean. I feel like if if we were able to kind of cut that stuff out and do like a director's cut, which I don't know if there is one. I, I think there is. If there's a director's cut where he didn't have to include like that Exorcist stuff, I honestly think that this movie would have been like like it, it would have just excelled this movie to a, like to in my opinion a really really great standalone film mm-hmm. opposed to a film that has so much greatness in it but is now being kind of crutched by the exorcist name unnecessarily
0: yeah but i also wouldn't want to see the ending where kinderman just goes in and, and they stare him. at each other yeah. and then he kills him yeah just shooting him mm-hmm. like that would have been like after all of this that we've seen yeah just a piss poor ending for yeah it. absolutely also there's a weird cgi part that i didn't like when the nurse goes to the house and, like, Kinderman is, like, rushing to get home and she pulls out the giant scissor and then, like, the grandma They're grabs of Julie's the hair... <laughs> It was weird CGI, right? Like it's I not just me. I, I thought
1: it. I thought it looked a little off, but I don't mm-hmm. know if that was CGI or if that was practical effects, and it was just like a like it was just like a fake neck kind of being
0: pulled. I don't know. Like maybe like Julie, like the actress, really didn't want to take that chance with like this giant pair of scissors. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the only thing that I can. think of. Yeah, I don't of. know.
1: I, it, it definitely did look a little strange, but I mean, it was such a quick shot. Like I don't think it actually takes away from like the movie at all. Mm. But that like that chase sequence is great. Yeah. That trace sequence of oh, like yeah. the tension, yeah, building. the tension building is incredible in mm-hmm. that scene. And then when she's like, when she's sitting there, dude. Also, one of my favorite shots of the film was such a simple shot of after the old woman kills the priest in the confessional booth, mm-hmm. and it you have like that really quick abrupt cut to like women screaming mm-hmm. and the children looking but then you have that great scene of the old woman opening the door revealing the other o- the other woman that she was like walking with yeah. just like in the hallway i don't like there was just something so simple about that sh- like that shot but it was so great
0: just the sinisterness of yeah, it yeah it was
1: i love that shot i thought that was a great shot yeah such a strange movie i overall I really love this great yeah. i really enjoyed it i wouldn't say that it was necessarily like i never felt like scared mm-hmm. but Again, like, because th- that's not—it's r- a serial killer movie. At yeah. the end of the day, like, that's what it is. And for it being a serial killer movie, I thought it was great.
0: I mean, isn't that the most scariest thing? Is that anybody could be a serial killer? Right, but he's also
1: possessed by a demon. Yeah, that's multiple. That's demons, double scary. A legion of demon, like that's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But unnecessary exorcist name, in my opinion.
0: I get it. I give this movie. Nine giant streams like out of ten. I'm feeling a solid eight on this one. I really enjoyed it a lot. I, I, I'm glad you liked it because I really enjoyed this yeah, film. Yeah,
1: it it's pretty cool. You have a recommendation?
0: Wow, well, just going right into it. Yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> um so something I've been watching on Netflix. Um I'm getting into more of like the spooky kind of like recommendations. So if it's I'm, squid game, I'm gonna leave. No, but I've heard good things about
1: that. I've though. heard it too, but I don't know. I watched like two uh, I, I watched like one and a half episodes of it and I was like,
0: eh. You ever seen Battle Royale? Yeah. It's basically that. Yeah, it feels like that. Um, no, I've been watching Midnight Mass.
1: I heard that that was that's uh, Mike Flanagan.
0: Yes, I who heard... did Doctor Sleep? Yeah. and also did Bly Manor and uh, Haunting, Haunting Hill. Hill House. Yeah, um, I'm loving it so far. I'm four episodes in, and it is very religious forward. Yeah, um, I'll say that right now. It is very religious forward. It is a very slow burn. You, it takes like three episodes to really get like what's going on. But, without like giving too many spoilers away, like it's just done really, really well. Like Mike Flanagan knows what he's doing with cinematography. And there are amazing shots. In I this think film. he wrote it too. Yeah. And he's directing every single episode. yeah. um every, like there it's just so cinematic. Um, you get from like the trailer at least like this woman with like half of her face is just like hollow and like this static electricity. And it's done so well. And then having like this religious overtone also adds to the exorcist thing. But um, yeah, having this religious overtone and kind of like just exploring more so like the religious side of it. Yeah. While having kind of like this very supernatural aspect to it. It's really cool. Like I can't wait to check out like the end and see like fully what happens. Yeah, I think
1: I personally think that Mike Flanagan is one of like the one of the better directors and writers working in Hollywood right now when mm-hmm. it comes to horror.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, every, after in my Dr. opinion, Sleep. pretty much
1: everything that he does, in my opinion, is like really good. He he even somehow managed to make a Ouija a Ouija movie sequel like not awful. Mm-hmm. Because like the first, the first Ouija is really bad. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but then he made a he made a, a sequel to it, and I think it's technically like a prequel because I think it takes <laughs> place beforehand. But it's like actually way better. And I'm like, like how is Mike Flanagan just <laughs> so good at this shit? I
0: mean, I give him all the props in the world after following up The Shining, which is one of the best horror yeah. films ever made. Yeah.
1: So I mean, if if you can make, yeah, you, I you, you've said it all. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's fucking, it's great. All right, cool. cool, nice,
0: Frank. What are we doing next? Uh, we are going to be
1: doing uh obviously keeping in theme of horror we're gonna be doing some of our favorite horror movie scenes of all time very nice maybe not of all time just in general just in general just some great ones Mm -hmm. uh so look forward to that
0: zach take us out all right guys thanks for listening now frank save the servants